G'day my friends and welcome to Happy Days in my special Happiness the Rock segment where every week I speak to a member, past or present, of the Hard Rock Cafe, that worldwide famous brand that has kept on rocking for 50 years. It's amazing and I've been a part of it for uh, quite some time myself. I had many great years there, many great memories, met many great people and uh, yeah, some of the best lessons in life I learned were from my time at the Hard Rock Cafe. And I thought, you know, it'd be fantastic to speak to like-minded souls that share the same passion, the same energy, and the same enthusiasm about this wonderful brand that has put smiles on so many dials for so many years with great food, great music, great service, and great atmosphere. How is this applicable to the Happy Days broadcast? Well, that's a great question. The reason why I do it is not only for bias reasons of sorts, but more because the lessons I learned from my time at the Hard Rock Cafe, I feel that many of you out there can be inspired and motivated by some of the teachings and philosophies of the Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, A lot of the mottos that we used, like all is one, take time to be kind, those sort of things are based from the Hindu teachings of Sai Baba. Um, that was uh, discovered by Isaac Tigaret, who spent quality time with uh, Sai in his formative years prior to uh, opening the Hard Rock Cafe with Peter Morton back in 1971. Um, For me, I find that a lot of the ideals and foundations really apply to today's world uh, for, for many of us. And you'd be surprised how many situations you'll find yourself in where something like, for example, take time to be kind. Just that moment of kindness um, to a complete stranger makes a significant impact on a person's day. I'm forever reminding myself of this on a daily basis. We're all not perfect. We make mistakes. But if we endeavor to strive to learn from our mistakes, we can be a better person for a better future. So in this episode, uh, I speak to Paul Miller, the vibe host from Hard Rock Cafe in Washington, D.C., the U.S. nation's capital. He's a wonderful individual. He's been with the company since 2000 or 2001, sorry, and uh, he's had many great experiences. We have a great chat. Um, There's a couple of little technical glitches. Uh, You know, I'm kind of used to it by now, but uh, look, man, I'm still fresh at this and I'm still learning things along the way. Um, But you know what? I think that we can all appreciate the raw honesty of this program. Uh, There's no glitz and glamour about it. It's just straight up great conversations with great people. Paul is one of those great people. We uh, share a lot in common about uh, discussing our love of the the brand and the franchise and uh, just some of our memorable experiences with uh, people like Alice Cooper, Um, which is absolutely fantastic and uh, just some of the memorabilia and customer interactions. um, It's a great conversation and I really hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed having this chat with Paul. And uh, without further ado, here is Happiness the Rocks with Paul Miller of Hard Rock Cafe, Washington, D.C. Enjoy.
doing, Jesse? Superb, mate. You doing well? Yeah, doing okay. That's good to hear, mate. Problems. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the technical gremlins strike once again. Um, mate, so welcome to Happy Days. Uh, it's Thank an you. absolute honor and privilege to have you here, mate, for my uh, special uh, Happiness That Rocks segment. And uh, Paul, you're from the Hard Rock Cafe in Washington, D.C. That's correct. The nation's capital, man. That's superb, man. It's, it's nice. Yeah. So we were talking before about cafes that we've all been to. So, yeah, I've been to quite a few around the world and as you have as well. So we're well versed in in the the hard rock uh, vibe, but we're also, you know, we drank the Kool-Aid as well, I believe. So. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, I was uh, I spiked I, the Kool Aid before I drank it, but yeah, I drank. Was it. that you? That I was thought, me. I thought it was you, Paul. Damn, <laughs> good <laughs> on you, mate. So, uh, how long you been with the Hard Rock for, mate? I started working with the Hard Rock in January of two thousand one. Fantastic, man. So you've you've been there quite a while, and uh, I, had, I a, had a I had a short hiatus. When my wife uh, had our twins, yeah, uh, but uh, came back. That's Couldn't amazing, man. Yeah, and and uh, what do you do at the Hard Rock, man? You're a vibe host, as, uh, I'm as the well. vibe host there in Washington. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, what's it like being a vibe host to you in the Hard Rock? Oh, you know, somebody once said to me. If you find a job that you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. So I don't work at it. I just go and I have fun. I meet people from all over the world, uh, all over uh, the USA. They come into Washington, D.C. They're, you know, school trips, uh, family trips, and they end up stopping by the Hard Rock because they know the food. And, um, um, you know, we talk and I play some music that they like to hear. That always uh, makes them happy. And I just, I just have a great time. That's fantastic, man. And, you know, I guess, the, uh, you know, one of the best things that I enjoyed in my time at Hard Rock as well is just that the fact that every person that walks through that door has an interesting story to tell. Some more interesting than others. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, for me, it was like, you know, people would always go to me, oh, it must be so cool meeting all the rock stars. And you kind of go, yeah, it's cool. Like, they're, they're just like you and me. They just have an interesting job. But right. I found I found more interest in some of the customers that came in that just had uh, really interesting stories. Like, um, I quite refer to the time I spoke to a, a, a pretty quiet spoken Irish guy and, uh, you know, I thought he, he looked pretty interesting. And uh, we, we got talking and Elvis was playing. And uh, long story short, he, he basically said that he was one of Elvis's bodyguards back in the day. So it was just like, you just oh, never cool. know who. Yeah, you just never know who you're going to talk to, man. Right. Yeah. We had a guy uh, the other day who yeah. uh, used to be a, uh, a limousine driver. And yeah. he, uh, he uh, drove Elton John all around. Oh wow! So that that would have been just something else, right? Well, but I mean, do you really have a conversation with the guy sitting in the back behind the glass? 
I guess not, but so, uh, I mean, pretty... sometimes you get to meet somebody, and and yeah. there's like a you know you click. Yeah. And did you have occasions like that where you met people and you just clicked it straight off the bat? I I met Alice Cooper. Ah yes. Um, now you have a you have a story to tell with that, right? I I do, and it's in three yeah. parts. So I'm okay, gonna, go I'm for it. Try to do it briefly, which is, okay. It, it's so against my nature. Okay. Um, I used to work. I started working at the Hard Rock in Orlando, Florida, which is the biggest Hard Rock in the world. Ah, uh, the best. Yes. I'll I'll reserve that. Uh, there are, there are three or four Hard Rocks that I love. Orlando is one of them. Yep. Um, I'm there, and uh, one of my buddies. I was working retail. One of my buddies used to ride his bicycle to work every day. Mm-hmm. And Alice Cooper was going to be appearing in a few days at uh, Hard Rock Live, which is the concert hall there. And my buddy gets hit by a car on the way to work. And he's in the hospital and he's busted up real bad. And I got a get well card for him. And I, instead of sending it to him, I took it to the box office at Hard Rock Live. And I said, listen, he was going to come see Alice Cooper. Can you get Alice Cooper to sign the get well card? And the answer was no. And I said, listen, I'm not asking for me. This is for a member of our family. So throwing the guilt trip, I said, take time to be kind. Yeah. All is one. Save the planet. And the guy, you know, said, all right, look, I can't make any promises. And I said, well, listen, you can't guarantee anything, but you can promise to try. He said, I'll promise to try. So I saw the concert. It was a great concert. I come back to the box office the next day. He's there. Where's the card? He says, I don't know. I gave it to somebody. They passed it along. I don't know where it is. I said, well, I'd like to take it to him in the hospital. So he makes a couple phone calls. Somebody else had already taken it to him in the hospital. All right. End of part one. Part two. About six weeks later, I walk into the cafe for a lunchtime shift. And... Somebody says to me, dude, dude, you'll never guess who's here. And I said, well, okay, I'll never guess. Tell me who. They say Alice <laughs> Cooper. I say, well, you know, it's, it's not Alice Cooper. You just think it's Alice Cooper. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, no, really, dude, it's Alice Cooper. Take a look upstairs on the mess. So I kind of poke my head up and I'll be damned. It's Alice Cooper. So, I mean, I know that the rule in the cafe, the policy is you don't badger the VIPs. Yeah. And I didn't want to badger him. What I wanted to do is I wanted to go and thank him for signing the get well card for my friend, which he, my friend would have done if he were back at work. So I yeah. go to a manager and I said, hey, listen, uh, I know Alice Cooper is up on the mess. And immediately the manager goes, no. <laughs> And I go, wait a second, wait a second. All I want to do is he says, no. And I said, wait a second, hang on. I just want to thank him. No. And at that point, I said, okay. Uh Uh-oh. Jesse, oh, yeah, mate. So, 
So part okay. two, the manager is being uh, a typical manager. Yes, absolutely. Continue, yeah. So, so he, he finally listens to what I say, and he tells me not to make a pest of myself. So I took that to mean either stop bugging him and making a pest of myself to him, or, yeah, sure, go on upstairs, talk to Alice Cooper, but don't be a pest. I chose B. <laughs> so I go upstairs and I stroll past. I do exactly what I said. I, you know, how's the food? You know, is the music all right? Not too loud. And I'm, I'm, I turn to walk away and I just kind of over my shoulder, I say, you know, I saw your concert last month. I want to thank you. While you were here, you signed a get well card for my friend. I want to thank you for that. And I turn to walk away and he says to me, wait a minute, wait a minute. I remember signing a get well card. Tell me what happened to your friend. So in that moment, I know Alice Cooper doesn't have a roadie in charge of signing every slip of paper that gets shoved under his nose. Yeah. So I, I return and I start to explain to him about my friend who was on the bicycle. Right. And he says, wait, wait, pull up a chair, sit down. Okay. So I sit down and I'm telling him what's going on. And I get halfway through the, the ordeal and he says <coughs> excuse me he says this is very rude of me obviously we know who you are you're wearing a name badge you know who i am but let me introduce you to my wife <laughs> he introduces me to his oh. wife and then he introduces me to his daughter oh wow i am now a, a raging fanboy <laughs> yeah just a, he's a and i'm loving him for it so I tell him the story and he says, well, listen, next time you see your friend, you tell him that I wish them speedy, full recovery. Nice guy. So I go on and, and everybody is now talking to me down saying, what did you tell Dallas Cooper about? You know, I, I'm, you know, I'll tell him no big deal. The very next day I come in for the pre-shift meeting and my buddy comes in with a walker. What you. Mm-hmm. He comes in, and of course, everybody wants to know how he's doing, and every da, da, da. And he sits down, and I come over, and I sit next to him, and I said, Yes, who was here yesterday? <laughs> and he says, Okay, I won't guess. Just tell me who. I said, <laughs> Here's a hint your best friend in the whole world. He goes, Who? I said, Alice Cooper. And he says, Okay, stop already. I said, Listen. You can ask anybody in the cafe who spent a half an hour sitting at Alice's table with him and his wife and his daughter. And he looks at me, his eyes get wide as pie plates. He looks at me, he says, the card was real. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, yes, the card was real. You didn't throw it out, did you? He said, well, put the papers I brought home from the hospital. I said, find it. Dig it out, find it, put it in a safety deposit box. Because that is your hard rock bona fides. So ever since then, Alice Cooper, number one fan right here. That's incredible, man. That and you know, that that speaks volumes of the kind of character people like Alice Cooper are, man. Like yeah, you, you know, one of the good guys, man. Yeah. We we um I, I unfortunately I wasn't there at Surfers when it happened, but uh at our cafe that i was at alice cooper came in had dinner and 
he got up and walked around the whole restaurant, introduced himself to every single table. And yeah, like, I mean, who does that? Yeah. That's incredible, man. So yeah, yeah. And that really, you know, moments like that really make the job just that much more special, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And And Orlando was like that. Yeah. Everybody comes to Orlando. Everybody goes to New York City. It's mm-hmm. a different crowd that comes to Washington, D.C. Right. Not so much, you know, rock stars. Mm. But, I mean, there have been a few. Yeah. So, I'm so... I always miss them. <laughs> oh, really? I was, I was yeah. about to ask you, but, uh, yeah, okay. That's, that, that's a bummer, but that's all right. I mean, dude, I mean, at the end of the day, you get to work at the Hard Rock Cafe. You get to... Yeah, like you say, it's not really working. It's just going to a place that you love and that's right. Enjoying yourself. That's that's right. I don't know that 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 is happiness right there. So um, with Orlando, uh, I've unfortunately never been to Orlando, and it's on my to do list, very high up there. I mean, okay. I, a couple of years ago, I went to London Hard Rock Cafe. Um, I I did, did initially you meet say I have met Rita when okay. I. Uh, yeah, when I first started with the Hard Rock Cafe, uh, she came and spent, uh, I think it was, yeah, two days with us and gave a few speeches, you know, talked, you know, threw a few stories about Dan Aykroyd and Billy Idol, and it was amazing. But uh, were you at the in end of it, Sydney or were you in Melbourne? No, Surfers Paradise. Surfers, Got, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, when, uh, you know, when she was leaving, I just, I, I pulled her up and I said, look, you know, I was going through a bit of a rough time and, and I said, listen, Rita, I just want to say thank you so much. And, uh, you really, you know, sealed the deal for me wanting to be here and made me feel special. And she just gave me the biggest hug and she goes, you know, that's all right, love. And, uh, you know, and it's just stuck with me ever since. Yeah. Yeah. It was sweetheart. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you when I met her. Yeah. Um, I had, had transferred after about two years in, in Orlando. I transferred up to Washington, D.C. Uh, do you remember the all-access membership? I sure do. Yeah. Okay. I, for some reason, I, I mean, I don't even know why, but I'm, you know, it's like uh, the confluence of all the yin and yang there is. Yeah. <clears throat> I was in the right place at the right time. And I sold more all-access membership cards than anybody else on the planet. Incredible. Now, I say that, and I, I'm not doing it like to, like, it's a big deal. I mean, it is, but I'm not saying it for that reason. Mm. I sold 2,500 of them in 2003. Was that you? Is, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's fantastic. <laughs> right, well done, right, Mike. Right. <laughs> Congratulations, mate. That's awesome. And and my my retail AGM made a pin of me. Oh wow. From a photograph Yeah, okay, mate. Back, yeah. Back. So uh, anyway, you've got a uh, pin being made. Yeah, pin was yeah. made, and I, and I went to the UK 
with a with a UK rail pass. I was going to go to all the hard rocks in the UK. Yeah. And I and I walked into London a few minutes before opening. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, whenever you walk into a cafe, I, I always it's not my house. I ask for the manager and I introduce myself. Uh, I'm a member of the family, but it's not my house. Yeah. So I walked in and I introduced myself and he says to me, are you, you say your name is Paul and you're from Washington, D.C. Are you that Paul? I go, which one? He says, all access. I go, that's me. Yeah. He says, would you talk to our staff before the, uh, before we open? Yeah, sure. No problem. So I go down to the room where they're, everybody's gathered. And everybody's milling around, chatting with each other, but they don't talk, know who I am. They're not talking to me. Rita walks in and she calls me. And of course, they snap to attention, you know, <laughs> and, and she says, I want to introduce somebody who's going to tell you about the all access membership. It's very important for the company. And she just goes into a whole spiel and she says, and this guy here has sold everybody else in the world. His name is Paul Miller. He's from Washington, D.C. And she introduces me. And I say hi, and I, I, you know, tell them what I do and how to do it. It's, it's, you know, it was shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, yeah. And and afterwards, uh, they everybody goes to their particular place, and the manager says, uh, "Can I buy you lunch?" And I said, "Sure, why not?" And I go to Rita, and I, Rita had a there was a, a whole pin set that came out, four pins I think, uh, in a box that looked like a menu, and I asked her if she would autograph mine that I brought from Washington, D.C., if she would autograph it for me. And she said, no, not unless you autograph one of your pins for me. Oh, wow. And I'm like, knock me over with a feather. Yeah, absolutely. uh, You know, please let me autograph one for you. And I I (laughs) gave it to her and she autographed uh, one. She autographed her pin set for me. And uh, that was in 2003, I think, uh, 2003, 2004, something like that. And then I met her again a couple of years ago when the uh, Hard Rock in Atlantic City reopened. Mm-hmm. And I went and visited. And... Uh, no, yeah. Introduced her to my, uh, to my son, who's uh, also a Hard Rock uh, freak but yeah that's awesome man he was 13 at the time he's he's 15 now um but uh you know the funny thing is he came to work with me one sunday afternoon and uh, he was just gonna hang out have a burger hang out wait for his dad to finish his shift and then go home and he ended up escorting guests to tables he learned all the table numbers to the tables i mean he was like huh. he was that's like fantastic hard rocking you know yeah man that's awesome so that's that's my rita story and that's a really cool uh, story i get to see her again sometimes yeah soon. I, i'd hope to go to london for the 50th but i understand yeah. the, that london isn't going to be uh doing a big deal for the 50th because of covid yeah that's which is which breaks my heart but you know i'm sure i'm sure they'll uh get creative and come up with something you know um to that effect of some sort fingers crossed i I, i'd like to see her again just say hi yeah yeah absolutely what Um, a fabulous lady oh just incredible man like 
you know, like people like her, just such a, a fascinating story and just oh, stories. I mean, she's got so many oh, stories. Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I, I, I'm most, I'm most glad um, that I got to meet her because, you know, um, people like that just really embody what it is to be hard rock cafe, you know? That's and, right. That's right. Uh, and it's, it's more than just a job. It's a lifestyle, you know, yes, and it is. That, that's what I loved about it. And, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, the more people I talk to from all over the world about the Hard Rock Cafe, the more we just find that common thread about all the, the mottos and the mission statement and how it just all comes together in Absolutely. perspective. Absolutely. When you walk out the doors and walk into the real world, it just, it's amazing how it all just clicks, you know? Yeah. So um, kudos to Isaac and Peter for uh, making it happen and people like Rita for, you know, building the foundations. Alive. Yeah, absolutely. And to you, and to yourself, man, you right. know, like it sounds like you, you're doing a kick-ass job, man. Thank you. So, yeah, man. And so um, at, in Washington, uh, you, you obviously have a quite a considerable amount of memorabilia is, is your cafe, uh, you know, for those that don't uh, aren't aware with the cafe uh, globally, there, there are two types of cafe, interiors there's the classic you know wood wood finish um and brass that and and brass but then there's the the modern aesthetic which has come into fruition i believe in the last five ten years or so um which is you know mixed responses but um is your cafe of the classic model or in the modern standard now it was yeah and now it is now right. it's a new, okay. the modern standard yeah so um, with the with the modern standard, does that uh, have as much memorabilia or is it scaled back? It's scaled back. Right. Uh, there's still some awesome pieces in the cafe. Yeah. Uh, but not as many as there were when we were, you know, old school. Yeah. We had, we had a, uh, I, I used to, used to be a printer back in the old right. days. Yeah. And we had a business card framed and mounted on the wall and it was the piece that spoke to me. It was a business card from a little known skiffle band from Liverpool by the name of the Quarrymen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't. Yeah, I like this. It was a business card that was well worn. It had been in somebody's wallet for 35 years. You know? Oh, wow. But, but it was, you know, but business cards don't last that long. They last a week, two weeks. Yeah, you know, yeah. You scribble somebody else's phone number on the back. You make a note yeah. of what your wife wants you to bring home from the market, you know, and then it's gone. Yeah. And this business card was from, you know, 1950 five or something you know yeah and, yeah and here it is 2000 and something oh and my god it's a 50 year old business card that piece spoke to me that piece that's spoke incredible that's incredible we, we now have um a guitar that is signed by pete townsend oh wow and was smashed in a concert so it's the by pieces Pete? it's the yeah. pieces yeah and they're yeah. in, a, in, a, in a glass box frame. That's incredible. So, so that, and nobody who sees that doesn't say, oh, my God, that's incredible. That's, yeah. that's the piece that, that everybody thinks is cool. Yeah, that, that's really cool. I, 
because I mean, you know, Pete Townsend, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, wrote the book on guitar smashing. Yes. Know? And <laughs> I mean, and he pretty much started piece it. Of memorabilia. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I man, I, I don't know about you, but when I was at the London cafe, um, which is also one of the best in the world, um, right. if not the best. Um, but when, when I walked in, I just V-lined straight to the bar and stood and just right stared there, like for about, yeah, about five, 10 minutes. I reckon I spent just yeah. complete silence, just staring <laughs> at it, man. Like, yeah. Just such an iconic piece, man. Like just, um, you know, just the, to see the piece that started it all is yeah. just, you know, for anyone that gets a chance to go to London and see that it's, uh, yeah, it's a real rite of passage in my opinion. So, yeah. Absolutely. But the, but the fact that you got like a piece like Pete Townsend smashed up guitar and signed with, with um, John Entwistle's autograph as well. That's incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, stuff like that is just uh, like, you must walk in and see that piece and just smile every day that you're at work. You know? I, I, I make it, it's, it's in one of the side rooms. Yeah. Uh, so it's not in the main uh, ca- part of the cafe. Right. So I always have to find an excuse to go in there. Yeah. But it's not hard to find an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I, and I, I, was... and I like to share that with people. I mean, that's yeah, that's yeah. one I take in. I, I, you know, talk to somebody and, and you know, and I'll take them in there and I'll show it to them. And, and like, they'll, they'll drop their teeth. that's so cool is there any other pieces at the cafe of interest like of note um there's a lot of stuff there yeah like but but a personal significance to you yeah we have an elton john costume oh cool which is uh um uncle sam red white and blue with the big top oh wow and uh i came in one day uh, with my kids and I noticed that the glass case that it's in didn't appear to be locked shut so I said something to one of the managers and he said well they were they probably the cleaning crew was dusting out the inside of the glass case and they didn't get it locked all the way right so he opens up and he he sees that the door is open and he opens it up and he takes, I don't know if I should say this. I'm not supposed no, to. No, go for it. <laughs> I'm not okay, supposed I won't, to I won't tell anyone. No, <laughs> yeah, it's like the whole fucking, excuse me, world <laughs> isn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I'm sure we're all guilty of doing <laughs> he, something at some point he, or other. He takes the hat off of the mannequin's head. Yeah. And, and he puts it on my son's head. Oh, wow. And my That's kid is awesome. just standing there with it like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> I think he should play the piano, you know, but yeah, yeah. You know, a minute later, he's back with the keys. He takes the hat. He puts the hat back in and he locks the case. And But it was a moment, you know? Yeah, it is. A <clears throat> you, get a, you get a moment like that. Uh, yeah. I had a queen moment like that. Oh, really? Um, I, I consider myself fortunate enough to have seen Queen with Freddie. Oh, man. But that... fairly recently, mm-hmm. the Queen uh, uh, musical, We Will Rock You, yeah. came to Washington, D.C. And Hard Rock was sending a, uh, a roadie case with Queen memorabilia in it to every 
cafe in a city where the the roadie case arrives and we open it up and the red special is hanging like by a thread it's kind of fallen down they they, they had bumped the case around oh man so I called corporate. I said, listen, this is what's happened. We can't really display it like this while the show's going on and we really need to fix it up. Can you send me the key to the case? They sent me the key to the case and we opened the case up and we fixed the the photograph that was, you know, akimbo and, and we took the guitar out for a second and I held Brian May's guitar, the red special in my hands. And I, I was just like, blown out the rest of the day I, I didn't wash my hands it was like these hands have touched Brian May's guitar that's incredible it was just you know it was awesome it was awesome. yeah special moments man special yeah. moments yeah. yeah did you did you have moments like that when you were at Orlando Hard Rock as well like did you go into the vault and um you know mess around well not mess around but you know just take in what? some of the really cool memorabilia one of, one of my buds moved from the uh, cafe, from retail, over to yeah. the vault. Yeah. Um, but I was doing the, uh, the tours at the cafe. So they wanted to keep me at the cafe to do the tours. Mm-hmm. I went to the vault a couple times. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I kind of, I, I really wished they had put the vault in the old hard rock building. You know, because that right. building itself is an icon. Yeah. Been a better place for the vault. Yeah. In my opinion. But, you know, yeah. one of the problems with being an hourly employee is they don't really seek your opinion or advice. Yeah, it's unfortunate, <laughs> right? business decisions. Yeah. <laughs> to pa- to, uh, as I always say, to paraphrase a, uh, a Jane's Addiction song, Idiot's Rule. Well... I, 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 I quite often refer to that. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 I'll say that sometimes. Like in moments like that where an opinion really could matter, it's like frustration. But yeah. anyway, yeah. yeah. And I mean that in the most humorous way. But I used to take guests through uh, Hard Rock Live and we'd take them, uh, you know, not just backstage, but we'd take them downstairs to the dressing rooms. Yeah. Took them up. St- well, you haven't been to her. No, room. no. Uh, the white room. There's a piano up there, a white piano where every rock star who's been to the Hard Rock in Orlando has autographed one key on the piano. Oh my god! So it's it's 88 different autographs. Yeah. And um, the white room has a has a side door that you can go out of, and you end up behind the the balcony seating. Yeah, for the Hard Rock Live, uh, you know, that was my uh, that's where I hung out. That was my place, you know. The happy place, man. The happy place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I I love that. Like for me, uh, in Surfers ca- um, Cafe, like uh, I wish I wish we had a vault, but <laughs> but um, man, just walking around looking at all the memorabilia. One of my favorite pieces was always down in the toilet corridor, and it was a piece of CBGBs, right? Uh, just on the wall in between the male and female toilets. And 
I just used to love watching people just walk past and just not even pause. And um, when I, I used to do the memorabilia tours around the cafe, I would always point it out. I'd go, this is one of the best pieces you will ever see. And it's, it's hiding right here. And um, yeah, it would just blow people's minds, man. Just, um, just, yeah, just the coolness of it, man. So we had, we had a whole sheet of blotter acid. Oh wow! Behind glass, yeah, and and I think it, it had uh, 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 Grateful Dead skulls on it. Oh my god! Or I don't remember anymore. Uh, but yeah, I I gave a tour and I showed it to somebody and pointed it out, and you know, half an hour later I'm up doing the tour, and the guy that had been on the previous tour was up in front of it and he was licking the glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That is awesome! <laughs> oh wow! Um, I, we, I used to work with a general manager that was just absolute grateful dead connoisseur, man. And just, yeah, I, I never quite got into the whole grateful dead thing, but I, man, those, those are some of the most passionate fans I've ever come across. Oh yeah, Incredible. Yeah. So, um, what, what are some of the favorite jams you like to put on at, uh, the cafe to get the place pumping? Well, you know, here's the thing. Right now, because uh, volume is down sure. due, to the, due to COVID, mm-hmm. I can't really do it that much. Yeah. But when we, ha- we have a lot of school groups that come in. Yeah. Right. So we'll get 50 or 60 or 80 or 150 kids in the cafe. And what I like to do is I like to put on a song that they know. And because of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Guitar Hero and uh, um, other media out there, they all know Bohemian Rhapsody. That's awesome. So when Freddie sings Mama and hits that high note, I hit it with him. And sometimes, if we're in the right spot, the guests that are up on the mezzanine will sing the woo, 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 woo afterwards. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is, is awesome. It is. It's the best. Yeah. I, I actually, um, I was in New York a couple of years ago. We took the kids to the Hard Rock in Times Square. Yeah. And I asked Earl, who's the, uh, um, who's the vibe host there, if he could put on Bohemian Rhapsody. So he puts it on. He And he he's... He's in the dark about this. He doesn't know why mm-hmm. I want to put it on. Yeah. <laughs> but I put it on. <laughs> and and we're listening to it. And then it comes. And I hit the mama. as And my kids are there. So they're hitting it with me. The three of us are hitting the mama note. Loud and long and high and hard. And, half, and the cafe gets silent when that happens. And we finish mm. that mama. All the people in the tables around us, all of them just go, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> and the cafe burst out like mud. And it was just, it was awesome. It was just That is awesome. so cool. Sometimes and, I'll do, you know, there are a couple other songs I can put on where yeah. there's uh, a response. Uh, yeah. Living on a Prayer is one. Cool. You know, so I, I play a few songs that uh, uh, we get the kids rocking with. 
Yeah, and, that's, and they that's have a good awesome. time. The the best is when you have a brand new manager who doesn't know that I sing, and they're in the cafe, and Bohemian Rhapsody comes on, and they're just you know bopping around doing. And then you bust it out. Oh, technology. technology. Same here. <laughs> Terminator. That's all I ever think about. Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man. I, I laugh and say that every time, man. So, <laughs> man, <laughs> it sounds like you, you have a rocking time doing what you do, man. I, I Man, I, I love what you do, Paul. It's freaking amazing. Amazing. Well, come and visit us. I will, man. I, I'll, you know, I'll do do a, do a podcast right from the cafe, and uh, I'll I'll let it I'll belt it out. That would be awesome, dude. That would be so cool. And uh, man, look, uh, I think I think we'll wrap it up here. But uh, Paul, it's been an absolute honor and a privilege talking to you, man. And I hope we can do this again soon. It's been my pleasure. Yeah, man. And um, you know, send my love to all the crew at Washington, and uh, keep up the good work, man. That's what I do. Every day. Yeah. Every, Every day, day, man. You're, you're spreading those authentic experiences that rock. There you go. <laughs> awesome, that's, man. Well, you take. That's what we do. That's exactly what we do, man. Well, thank you so much, man. And uh, you take care of yourself. And you too. Uh, we'll do you this too. again. Stay eh? safe. Always. Always. All right. And, Thanks, and we'll Paul. We'll catch up another time. Absolutely, man. All right. Keep on rocking, man. You too. Rock on, dude. Bye. Right on. G'day, Paul. Jesse. Yeah, man. Hey, you there? No. Doesn't sound like we have connection. You there, Paul? Hello? Hello, Paul? 